Welcome to a bite-sized Night Shift Football podcast. We're recording mere hours after Adelaide United's 2-1 defeat at home to our bitter, bitter rivals, Melbourne Victory. Uh, I've got Tommy here to join me to talk about the game. You saw it on telly. I saw it in the stands. So we might have some differing uh, differing ideas going on, different views. So uh, what do you got, mate? Are we just like similarly as gutted as one another? Because I, going into this, I didn't think we had much of a chance. But hmm. Yeah, no, I, uh, the lineups came out and uh, I didn't give us too much of hope at all. Um, but I'm not too gutted. I mean, we, we have lost our cup. I mean, uh, you messaged me earlier to say that the Adelaide Invitational Cup is now up for grabs for someone else, which is true, which is sad. But overall, I actually really enjoyed the night. Um, I don't know if it's just because I was there watching it live and that's always probably more enjoyable than watching us lose on TV. But um, I actually thought it was an enjoyable game of football if you're a neutral. Yeah, I wonder how it played out amongst people that aren't. Adelaide Melbourne. There was pretty much only Adelaide Melbourne guys tweeting on the um, on the hashtag. So that's all I, I consumed tonight. There was another FA Cup game going on as well. Um, but, you know, in the first half, I thought we were excellent. Like, and I, I can see how that would contribute into the good feeling on the, on the pitch because really we considered like two individual errors and that brought about two goals, and that's what sunk us really tonight. Yeah, hundred percent. I might just try and go. We'll try and um, do this as we're not too rigid with our structure, but we'll go as chronologically as we can. <laughs> Time um, Initial thoughts on the lineup when you saw it. Um, oh yeah. Obviously, going into the Have game to. with no striker, we had a few comments on the Facebook page about not having a striker. Who do we think we are, Man City? Carl's false nine. I just Ross's I'm, false nine. Ross's false nine. Yeah, it did, <laughs> is Carl just sitting at home and he's like, you know what, Ross, going fuck it. It's you your time it. to shine. Yeah, you pick, you pick it. You pick it. And Ross is like, shit. Okay, who's the best team that I can think of? City. All right, we're not going to play with the striker tonight. I, <laughs> I just, I like the idea. I don't know if it works for us, and it, but maybe it did work for us because it it, it looked effective in the first half. So, I. It just it perplexed me. I did not think that was coming out. Yeah. Uh, now that I've had a little, I've had a little bit of time to reflect on the game. I feel like I don't want to take too much uh, stock in anything that happened. Really, uh, we did have patches of good play, but like I don't think there's anything there to make a case for or against uh, the lineup we took. Obviously, that um, you know, Halloran gone. I was surprised that Mork started. Um, yeah, same. Uh, kind of dirty about it. No Blackwood either, so like no, no designated striker up front. Um, but yeah, like you said, we did we did look pretty good in that first half. It took a moment of uh, Goodwin magic to get us ahead. But I actually, you know, I only I've only seen the goal live, and from where I was, I didn't actually see the ball hit the net. Like there was a lot of players in the way <laughs> from because we were I was sitting much lower this week. Usually, we you and I would sit at the top where the scoreboard is at the northern end. The perfect view, yeah. Yeah, no, nah, well, the northern end was, they o- they opened the stand, but only the bottom level. Bottom level, okay. Yeah, they dropped off, sure. off the stairs, so you couldn't go up the top, which 
I mean, in the COVID environment, I would have thought you'd want people to spread out more, but that's a different argument. You know what? There you go. Don't worry about it. You're so not anyway, in public planning, okay. Sammy. You wouldn't know anything about it. What do this I know? Is clearly the safer way. What do I know? We should all sit on top of each other. Um, it's outdoors, so it doesn't matter. And you wear a mask when you move from seat to seat. Um, anyway, so I was pretty, we were pretty low. I put up a little video on the page. I was sitting behind kind of the, the dugout, the Adelaide dugout. So there was a lot of players in the way. I couldn't actually see if it was a good free kick or a goalkeeping fuck up. I think the goalkeeper has uh, anticipated he's going to go the other way and he's kind of shifted his body slightly towards it and he's been caught out. Yeah. It's a great free kick though. Because okay. He, he didn't get a hand on it. it? I don't think so. Okay. I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I was watching it on my phone. Like, so also, both of our views are pretty. Well, working. I'm, I won't tell you, I'm, boss. Yeah, no, that's fine, please. I'm sure she listens. Um, <laughs> and I had it on mute as well because Georgievsky and whoever the other guy was was just shitting me so much. They were contributing nothing. And the atmosphere generally was just the, you know, 100 odd victory fans that were sitting in the away bay. Yeah. It's not really something I would all listen to. Yeah, it didn't. Um, it didn't look like he get a hand to it. No, but yeah, it was just his momentum. So it's just Goodwin brilliance. A little bit of Goodwin magic again in the FFA Cup, and it, that count, would make count. it. Yeah, well, that yeah. would make it three in two games. Um, it would in the rotated form. Yeah, currently. Uh, when was his last FFA Cup game? Oh, did he play the last round? Uh, I don't think he way. played the Olympic game. No. Either way, he he. Or if he did, he came off the bench late. Yeah, yeah, he snagged a few goals in this comp. Notoriously, the uh, the bangers against Sydney to win it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think back to the free kick against Sydney. It was reminiscent, same end. This time he didn't want to yeah, go wide up the away. Different, different angle, different angle, different angle. True. Yeah. Um, interesting. No, you just mentioned the away fans before, but they had because we, you know, where the like the away bay is at Highmarsh is where they mm-hmm. were, except. The entire southern stand was closed, <laughs> except for that bay. Yeah. And as we know, the entire eastern stand is closed for renovations. So the Melbourne Victory fans were in their own corner <laughs> of the stadium with not another them. not another spectator within like 70, 80 meters, I'd say. <laughs> you know, they were just in their own little corner. Uh, they made a fair bit of noise as they always do. Credit to them. Um, yeah. We're just, we're really like treating them to the proper COVID restrictions that we should have done a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> just section them off, leave them, them over there. Bubble. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We don't want anything to do with it. No, it's like, it's it's pretty cool to see them bring that many people on a Wednesday night. And you've got to Unless they live that, here. Obviously. Unless they're Victorians who live here. In that case, you know what? That really shits me. And there's a couple of high profile <laughs> names that have done that kind of thing. And I, that that kind of thing really fucks me off, man. I don't know. They, are, I mean, they could have been from Melbourne and now live here. Yeah, okay. That's a specific no. circumstance. There wouldn't I'd, be that many. I'd say given the – we're very off topic from the game now, but given there was a – It was relevant. There was a decent number of uh, casuals in their bay as well, which to me indicates they came – they travelled over for it. And at the end of the game, they also had a – they were chanting after all the players had left the pitch, they were chanting – Where's your famous uh, HSC? Being the uh, the old high marsh service crew. Um, hey, okay. Where are you? They want to know. They want to know. What a, where are you? What an obscure shout out. <laughs> really weird, wasn't it? Yeah. There's more people in the Melbourne Bay who know who they are than in the entire Adelaide crowd. Let's take it back to the game. 
Yep. Um, Enough there, drama. What have we talked about so far? Uh, the Goodwin goal. Good. <laughs> the Goodwin goal. No, I, I wanted to ask you quickly, actually. Um, would you play that false nine against them on the weekend? I probably would not. Yep. Fair. I would rather have a striker. But is if if the only striker is Blackwood, would you? I'd rather play also? with. I'd play with Blackwood. Yeah. Okay. I yeah, would. Cool. I'd just trust him. At some point, um, a player like him is going to need some confidence. I don't think if we keep deciding not, you know, I know he's not great, and the chances <laughs> of him scoring are not good. But those the chances the chances of scoring are also are just as just as not good. Uh, by playing someone who's not a striker up there, you know, like we look at tonight for as well as we played again, it was the same sort of thing. We didn't really create any clear, too many clear cut chances. We didn't create a bulk of chances. Uh, we had our moments. Uh, it took a magical, uh, you know, Craig Goodwin free kick to get us a goal. So I would, I would argue it hasn't worked at all when I'd be getting a striker in to play. Cool. Yep. Fair. All right. Yeah. Tip top. I'm with that. Sweet. Um, moving into the second half. Um, oh boy, it really started to go down real quick. We looked yeah. like we ran out of legs a bit. Uh-huh. Uh, Melbourne, obviously, they didn't play on the weekend, did they? They're, they're fresher than us. We're the only team that played on the weekend. Us and Wellington. Yeah, of course. Um, we were big enough to fall. <laughs> we, were, we were talking about how we're the best team. Still the only team to score uh, score a goal in the A-League this year. Still. True. Um, but Melbourne just grew into the game. They made some subs. Got Margiotta on for D'Agostino, who didn't touch the ball, I don't think. No. Um, and we just kill ourselves with, even in the first half, but second half as well. I don't like shitting on our players, but Jacob Trapp, man, like that, he had an abs. And it reaches the point where you actually feel bad for the guy watching because you're like, oh my God, like you're, you're actually having a mare. He gave the ball away so many times, not just on. I understand mm. when you play the long ball, you know, you play a ball it's, in over the yeah. top, defender it's one gets time, first yeah. to it, but you know that you're, the defender has to turn and chase and you're kind of, you're up there to pressure him. But this is like, I'm talking like 20, 15, 20, 25, 30 yard passes hit along the deck that he just misses, completely misses his target. Uh, and he ended up giving away that ball. That ended up leading to the penalty. His own penalty, penalty in front. given away. And yeah. yet, you talk about feeling sorry for the guy. I'm at that complete opposite end. Like when I see him, it it infuriates me because it just it it just doesn't make any sense why we would sign a guy like this yeah. and not invest in the youth in South Australia. Like I, there yeah. are there are guys in South Australia better than this guy, and why the hell? We, he must, we must be paying him peanuts, man. Yeah. He must be on the lowest wage an A-League player's ever seen. No, I do share that. I do. It does infuriate me as well, just like you said, for those exact reasons. But I tend to try not to, like, I can't blame the player for that. Chat didn't, he didn't sign himself to Adelaide United. You know, he doesn't, oh. he doesn't pick himself in the team. Yeah. Um, okay. I can should, agree with that. He shouldn't be here. Um but I just, yeah, it was just. Are we being too harsh? So nah, no, nah, we're not being it's... too harsh because we're talking about it in context of tonight. I don't think he's been. We've talked about him most weeks. He hasn't mm. been horrendous. He's had no. moments of horrendousness, but he's scored the odd goal. He's put himself about. As we said, he's often crucial in making some 
important tackles and blocks like you'd expect your defenders to do. But then the amount of times we see him just spray these passes, um, he does it <laughs> a couple of game, but tonight was particularly noticeable. There was a good five or six times that he just turned the ball over uh, trying to play out from the back, the standard pass. Yeah. And even with the, even with the penalty, he just, he had the lapses in concentration are so apparent and they are like, they're so disastrous for the team because every defender knows you have to pin your arms behind your back. If you're going to block a shot and he does, he just falls into the trap of turning his body, which allows his arms to flail out. And of course they're going to get the penalty. Of course they are. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Online. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you would have seen it. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't see a replay of it. Um, there was a lot of outrage in the stands about it. Oh, about the, it being given towards yeah. referee. Um, <laughs> of course, actually, it's Adelaide, dude. It's Adelaide. I un- I unfortunately dished out some words to someone near us who was just like, "There it is. Come on, divulge." Screaming at the referee like nonstop after this incident and after the Garia incident. Well, I mean, on flip side, that was a second yellow. Come on. There's there's no – you cannot give me a good reason why that's so, not a yellow card. So this incident happened right in front of where I was sitting. I did not see it because I was watching the <laughs> ball. So this should indicate – um, this to me says enough, right? So yeah, I was watching the ball, so I didn't see it. I just looked up and he was on the floor. Uh, who was our player that was one day yeah. one day tangled with Garrier? Um Gary had just been booked a few minutes earlier. Um, and then I look up and I just got up and started yelling with everyone else to send him off. But I may not have seen it, but if it's off the ball and the referee has deemed it a foul, doesn't that, doesn't that scream yellow card to you? Yeah, In which that's case, it. It would be a second and he'd be off. That's it. And when you, like, when you review what's happened or you consult with an assistant or a fourth official, it turns into like it's it's not quite violent conduct, but it's it's of the same nature because you've just spear tackled this guy off the ball essentially, chucked him yeah. on the ground, already on a yellow card, and yeah, it's baffling, absolutely baffling. How can you not call that? Yeah, um, I don't know what minute that was, but um, there was a lot of outrage in the stands after that and the penalty. Uh, the other thing I wanted to note in the second half was. Uh, we made the change at 64 minutes to get Bernardo on oh, um, my and, and get yep. Stefan Mork off. Uh, Stefan Mork got a good round of applause from everyone, as he should, championship player mm-hmm. of the club. Yeah, um, sure. Maybe. For, for, whatever, for whatever you think of him as a footballer now, championship player with the club. Um, and we brought on Bernardo, who was excellent. He was our best player on the weekend, I thought. Um, mm-hmm. And he looked good again tonight. But for the... <laughs> For when Bernardo came on, we changed to a four four two, right? With Bernardo on the left. And uh at that time we had Coletti, Joe Coletti and Josh Cavallo <laughs> as our two strikers. <laughs> what a, what's going on? Yeah, that's a piss take. It's an absolute piss take. In what it felt like one. Like, could you just imagine the training room whiteboard drawer up with these two guys up top? Like, what exactly we were trying to execute here? Low crosses into the box or just feed yeah. through a, a now stonked Melbourne Victory defence? It's not... It's just... <laughs> I just don't know what we're doing half of the time. Yeah. And that's, think, what's, um, that's what's so frustrating. 
I don't know who else started the back for victory, but I know they had uh, Miranda was playing. Yeah. I'm not sure who the other centre back was, but they surely would have just been having a giggle when it was Coletti and Cavallo up front. It just there was a few times where we got the ball wide in a decent position and no one really knew what sort of run to make in there. They didn't really know what to yeah. do with the ball. Where to attack? Yeah, they got a bit of luck picking up the ball in like deeper areas just through accident, I think, of being naturally midfielders. <laughs> but, oh yeah, just reading the game. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But it just meant we had no one up there. It was uh, it was a struggle for six minutes. Um, yeah, until the absolute final seconds. Yeah, well, so for that six minutes, we had those two up front, and then we made the sub to get um, we took Coletti off. Yeah, we took Joe Coletti off. Got yeah. George Blackwood on, and uh, poor old Georgie. Poor old Georgie. Is that the line we're taking? <laughs> I'm taking. <laughs> I'm taking He's got the a sign. professional footballer, Sam. Yeah. What What have you got? Go on. Give me your Georgie thoughts. And uh, you'll have to run me through the final chance. From where I was, it looked like a tough chance, but I couldn't really see properly and didn't see a replay. I'm a staunch defender of George Blackwood, and I already had the meme made, man. Maybe this is what the maybe this is why I'm so upset. I already had the post ready for George Blackwood. I, all I want is a team full of George Blackwoods. Like, I had it ready to go. <laughs> I and he got did. given the fucking chance on a platter. On a platter. To... It was. If you, yeah, once okay. you see the replay back. It, it did look, yeah, from where I was, it he, looked like a tough chance, but yeah. He hardly, the ball from Kiddo was exquisite. Like, Maybe it was I'm just fucking pitch blind. perfect. No, you, you were too pitch side. I think that's what it was. You were cut out yeah. from that angle. He barely even has to jump. Like, he's not even suspended in midair. The guy, all he has to do is direct the header down basically, because it's going into the goal. And somehow he gets underneath the flight of the ball. It's just, you could watch it 10 times and you couldn't understand how somebody has done that. Yeah. And I, I hate to be this guy and I hate to say this kind of thing, but Sammy, you and I would have scored this goal. Oh, well, you know, I would have. Obviously, in, in the air, <laughs> in the air though. Come on, in the air. Oh, yeah, give it to me. Give it to me every day. Gobble it up. Oh, okay. You know. Dinner. I would love to see that, actually. We should try and recreate this. Dinner every day. We need to get Ryan Kiddo out to whip me in a bowl. You know uh, what? I'm sure in a couple of seasons when he's, when he's playing NPL, he'll be really up for this kind of thing. Marked by Melbourne Victory's defence. I'll bury it. How is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can recreate the moment. Don't worry about it. It'd be like those Toyota ads they did for the footy. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. Magic exactly. moment, except we'll make them good. Yeah, but what what uh, what car company will we be shilling for? Surely Porsche. Daihatsu, <laughs> I think. Um, yeah, right the on. reason the reason I mentioned poor old Georgie <laughs> was because you know, <laughs> as average as the guy is, <laughs> when he comes on, I love the padding. He comes on right and. We've there was a few times where we've smashed a ball up towards him, mm. and it's it's him against two Melbourne Victory defenders and a couple of midfielders, and there's sarcastic jeers in the crowd like oh he nearly touched it and stuff and it's like you know we can criticise George for stuff he does shit like missing chances, but for just, when that like people just seem to blur the line between that and just like not getting near a ball against four players. And it's like, they're not really the same thing. So like, shut the fuck up. You're nothing. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
no, exactly. it's just it's just frustrating to hear. And then I think I actually felt genuinely sad leaving the ground um, when I walked. We walked around the back of the seats along the north end, and you know where they do the they do the run throughs after the game in front of the western stand, the subs mm-hmm. and the players that came on. Yeah. So George was down there doing run throughs, and there's a group of grown men standing down there like literally a few rows back from the fence. So like mere meet single digit meters away from George, just saying shit to him and just yelling, just stupid shit about him being shit and telling him to go to the pub for a schnitty and stuff. And just like, just stupid shit, really getting on the guy's case. And it's like, this, I don't know how this is meant to help. And criticizing his performance is one thing, but doing this to a person uh, while they're at work, you know, um, I don't have any time for it. I just think it's pathetic, especially from home supporters. Whether you think he's shit or not, I just don't have any time for that. And that is just an absolute disgrace. Yeah, no, I, you know, obviously I agree. You, you would, you hardly find us outright booing or like denigrating the player, I think. I think the idea is to always try and keep it in the context of the situation. And there have been, you know, there are moments for George Blackwood to shine in this A-League season, for sure. There'll be games where his yeah. type of play will be most suited and it will be beneficial to have this kind of guy. The idea is, is that we have Yangi, Torre and Blackwood so that we have three different options when we need to adjust and play against different teams. Yep. You know, the problem is we have to throw him into the cauldron here. And, yeah. you know, he would also be on the bench thinking, okay, they've decided to play no striker instead of me tonight. Like, that's that would be something that we, he'd be considering as well. Yeah, that's what I mentioned at the start, going without a striker. Was, mm. That'd be, if you're a striker and you're, the team lineup goes up and there's no strikers out there and you're on the bench, uh, that, that, that hurts. That would hurt, definitely. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that's my little uh, Georgie sympathy coming out there again. So I just yeah. struggle to deal with personal abuse not players cool. yeah. like that in that sense. There's like, you know, having a crack at someone for doing something shit or fucking up or just being lazy on the pitch during the game or something. But then like post game when the guy's like doing his warm downs, he's probably feeling shit enough about it as it is. About the miss, um, yeah, he would be too. <laughs> I'm just very much in the camp. I'm very much in the camp of just because you paid your money doesn't give you the right to do whatever the fuck you like. No, exactly. No, exactly. And it's your, these are your players. And the last thing you want to do really is to get on their back to a point where they feel disillusioned to play for the club because it's not going to work out long term. Like, just think about it for one second. Yeah. Um, well, that's that. I don't really have, we've ended up actually talking about more stuff outside of the actual game as we always do. Yeah. It gets um, drawn in. We lose our thread, Sammy. Yeah. We lose our thread. What thread? We just talk. Um, Since when? Final notes, really. Just there were some good patches of play there. In particular, what I loved, Craig Goodwin was excellent tonight. And his link up when he plays on the same side of the pitch as Javi Lopez is excellent. I love watching those two play together on the same side. The Um, interplay is brilliant, yep. One day I thought was really good as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. We just, once again, no 10. We don't have the attacking creativeness to open chances. And yeah. it gets better because we have Melbourne Victory away again in a few days' time. Because COVID, it, you know, COVID pending. 
COVID pending, I think we'll be okay. We seem to be the only two teams that can actually field a, field a side that isn't COVID affected. You know, if, if we play a weakened side tonight and we perform like we did, we bring Isaias back in, hopefully Motoro's back on the weekend or, you know, hopefully we can get a different striker in there. I don't know. This is a pretty... It was, it's funny because the pot on Monday, we predicted that Melbourne would play a weaker squad and we'd play a stronger squad, but it turned out to be the opposite. And we really took it to them. Had more ball, same amount of shots, you know, on target, yeah. off target. I don't know. I'm quietly optimistic. We'll see. We'll, uh, yeah, I'm a little, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I think we'll get beaten, but I uh, don't have too many expectations. I'll put tonight down to just a, a weird, crazy night of cup football, I guess. Yeah, the Ad- the Adelaide Invitational. Fuck, we've lost it. Gone. Well, good luck to whoever else wants to win our cup. Maybe Wellington. Hopefully, Wellington. Yeah, maybe. Should we leave it there? Yeah, let's do it. Let's wrap it there. Bye. Peace.